You know the future, man, you know? Yo, this is Yuri Green from Yaman Banana Productions. You are listening to the Future Man Reggae Up Yourself podcast. Boom! Play us some good, good, good reggae music. Some sweet, sweet, sweet reggae music. Hello and welcome back to another episode of the Reggae Up Yourself podcast with me, your house, yours truly, the Future Man. And right now, you know the thing said, we always bring you the best of the best, you know what I mean? And right about now, I got the legendary Yuri Green all the way out of Spain right now. Hello, Mr. Green, and welcome to the Reggae Up Yourself podcast. How are you doing? Greetings. Uh, very well, man. Thank you. Thanks for inviting me here, man. Man, the, the pleasure is all mine. I see you have been working really hard right here in the UK and Spain, so we're going to get into a lot of the stuff you've been doing because there's so much to talk about. Okay, yeah, man. So let's talk about you, Yuri Green, as a person. I want to, you know, I like when the listeners, you know, got full details about the people that I interviewed. So let's talk about Yuri Green coming from Spain. Tell me exactly where in Spain were you brought up? Um, I am from... A village nearby Barcelona is a village called Mollet, and it's um, the Mediterranean part of Spain in the northeast, where many people know where is Barcelona, but just, you know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, that's where I'm from. So uh, what was life like growing up in Spain? Um, life was, well, as a, as a youth, just going to school and, you know, then... When there was no internet and no uh, mobile phones, all of that. <laughs> I'm still of that generation, you know? Okay. Uh, and yeah, I remember a uh, yeah, happy, happy childhood, just, you know, with playing with friends, going to school, and, and, you know, with family. Yeah. Are you from a big family? Um, not very big, but um, my mom, they, they are the like four brothers so i had like 10 or 11 cousins i think on that side and then on the other side like two cousins so, so yeah what about brothers and sisters i've got one sister okay so it's just two two yeah, child two, yes? two of us yeah okay cool yeah man so um reggae music you know what i mean you're doing really well with the reggae music you know what i mean at the moment being now one of the biggest producers reggae music in the uk i'll say it myself you know what i mean is working with a lot of big people as well including the legendary anthony b out of jamaica you know what i mean um so how did this reggae music thing come about because this is something you have been doing since you was in spain yeah, well, before the internet in Spain, we didn't have much reggae music, to be honest, because the record labels um, didn't reach there. Okay. I think the DJs at that time had to come to London to buy um, reggae music. Oh, I wow. Think, yeah, in Spain, when I was a, a kid, I think it was just the main artists like Bob Marley and Peter Tosh and a few more that got yeah. to the stores in Spain. Yeah. Um, so as a kid, I only remember listening to some Bob Marley tapes. Yeah. <laughs> and my parents had a vinyl of Bob Marley Uprising yeah. in vinyl. Um, but it was with the internet that we had much more access to yeah. all the, um, the, the culture and the music coming from Jamaica. And, you know, I mean, people like Sisla, St. Paul, Anthony B., Buju Banton, yeah. all these artists 
start, uh, we started to discover them with the internet, with Napster and these platforms, the first early platforms to download music. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where you could search um, dancehall or reggae and you could find, oh, this, that, download and check yeah. out the names. And I like, I like, I prefer this one, this one, but you didn't have much information, it was just yeah. discovering, you know? Yeah. So, um, what make you choose um, reggae music? Because I think it, like the main music in Spain, um, probably even till today, is not reggae music. Um, no, it's not reggae music. Now it's growing. For a few years, it's been growing a lot. Yeah. Um, so what make you choose reggae music? I remember I started um, listening to it gradually with this, with the access to internet and that. Yeah. And also I remember having um I moved to a house when I was 18. Yeah. Um, like a squat we, we, with some friends. Yeah. We, we found an abandoned old house. We just went in and started to refurbishing it. Yeah. And um, some of the people I was living with, they were sound engineers mm -hmm. and also DJs. And they started to play. They were getting also into reggae and started yeah. to play reggae vinyls you know yeah buying buying vinyls through internet and playing and you know making parties with the sound system and it's there where i started to listen to you know yeah. max Ro i remember one of the early tracks that really made me feel like singing yeah and getting into more into reggae was max romeo okay chase the devil okay and, iron shirt <laughs> yeah yeah and other artists also at those times, we started to have more events going on in Spain. Yeah. Well, in Barcelona, where I remember people like One, show, um, one Blood Neblina, mm -hmm. one of the first um, DJ selectors co collective that I used to go to their parties yeah. and some events like festivals. They, well, there was a one reggae festival that was going on for a good while that yeah. was called Usona Reggae. Yeah. That was one of the few reggae festivals at the time. Yeah. Um, and then also artists like Altonelli, the ska people also. There was a bit of a ska following in Spain. Yeah. Maybe a bit before reggae, because there was like Spanish bands that were playing a bit of ska beats and reggae. Yeah. But it was just um, um, kind of mixing it with other styles, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So there was an early scene of people influenced by Jamaican culture, like yeah. the... the Scatala, um, Dr. Calypso, um, um, Kanyaman from, from Madrid. Some people that was like starting to, in, yeah. to do like playing like reggae. Playing things, reggae, you know? yeah, and they, were they getting exposed on the reggae scene in Spain? Yeah, and Ska, Rocksteady, you know, and yeah. all this root boy culture with the skinheads, not the Nazi bands, the, yeah, yeah. the, the anti racist. You know, okay, the, uh, the anti racism all, ones. Yeah, the, yeah. The, 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 all the early reggae yeah. with um, but Desmond Decker. I yeah. remember seeing Desmond Decker in Spain and um, Alton Ellis. Yeah. And so yeah. who was the who was the um, was there any um, Spanish reggae artist that influenced you at all back in this time? Was there like any you know guys from Spain that was into reggae, singing reggae and stuff that was doing really well? That make you feel like yes, maybe I could do this and I would like to be a part of this. Um, I remember when I started like grabbing the mic and feeling the because reggae's got a very strong, powerful feeling of. The, the, the message of uh, getting across 
the suffering from the people, denouncing the corruption of the governments uh, or Babylon. No? That's true. You as a youth and seeing how the, the system and the world works, you feel related to it, even if you are so distant from Jamaica, where these terminologies yeah. they come from, all the yeah. Babylon and this, yeah, yeah. you feel uh, the link. You connection. I mean? The connection, because yes. yes. it's talking a bit of similar, it's talking about the same of the oppression. corrupted, yeah, yeah. corrupted um, system and oppression and struggle yes. of the common people, you know? That's true, yeah. So, um, yeah, when I started to get there, there was a few artists that, like Morodo, Morodo was one of the main big ones that came first. Yeah. And when I was started to sing, he was one of them, he was starting to be heard yeah. around Spain, you know? Yes. But not much. I was looking more to Jamaican artists and people like, I remember an African guy called Lyrickson. He's, he's, yeah. he's well known now, but those times were coming to Barcelona and performing a lot with sound systems there, Lyrickson. Yeah. And he had some mad vibes, some really good vibes, you know? So yeah, deep, yeah. Deep feeling, like feeling it, you know? Yeah. And this kind of people influenced me also. There was a bit of a scene. Also, starting when I started, people like in Barcelona were like um, Yuri, Yuri, eh? Yes. He's a guy um, that was started singing, and Janato, and Roy Delgado, um, all the people working with um, Ray Javi, this producer, yeah. Ray Javi from Badalona, yeah. next to where I live. He was okay. one of the first producers that I saw him like doing a rhythm and getting many artists to voice it. Yeah. You know, this Jamaican kind of functioning, yeah, yeah, the one yeah. rhythm thing. He yeah. was one of the first that I remember doing that. Okay, cool. You know, that was not just a band putting out albums. Yeah. Mm. Okay. What was it like, you know, coming over from Spain to the UK where um, the reggae scene is bigger in the UK than Spain? Well, you know, UK is renowned for a lot of reggae music as well. Yeah. Um, I think in the UK, you can get in contact with all the UK um, sound system culture, which is going on since, I don't know, 60s, 70s, almost yeah. since the Jamaicans started to come to the UK, they brought <laughs> the sound system culture. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you can find more of that in here, definitely. Mm. All these things going going on since the 70s, or yeah. Because as I said before, the internet was yeah. hard to reach in Spain, but here with the Jamaicans coming over, yeah. very inspiring. So I found yeah. the difference yeah. in here, you can find, you can got, got a bit closer to the root, I would say, which the root would, would be Jamaica, yeah. for reggae culture and True, yeah. all this um, music, no? So I would say that for me, I get more in contact with the original, with the root of the this The roots of reggae of music. music. Yeah. yeah, well, that's a good thing. It's a good starting point. Yeah, but it doesn't mean that in Spain people doesn't feel it. Oh. Yeah, no, no. But I, it's I just because there is no much Jamaican people in Spain. Yeah, know? yeah, 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 yeah. You yeah, find yeah. Caribbean people like Cuban or, you know, from yeah. Venezuela or Mexico, but you don't find much Jamaican. Yeah, that's fair enough. Also, you, you're an artist, you know, and released a um, few records as well. And um, you had Yuri Green and the Seed Band, and you play in a band called Regime as well, which you're going on tour with this summer. Mm -hmm. Um... But you're also a producer that is working really hard and making a real name for yourself as well. Um, is there a reason why you decided to do both? Or is it just because of the way you feel about the music and when I express the music in general? Yeah, well, me, myself, I started as an artist 
singing with different bands in Spain. I yeah. started with um, the sound system with my friends. Yeah. Um, and then um, with Universal Rockers, like a band, proper band. That was the name section, of your band? Backing vocals, yeah, Universal Rockers. Oh, wow. Was it a bi big band? Yeah. So I came first time 2006 to the UK. Yeah. And then I met Danny Oms. Yes, I know Danny Oms. Danny yeah. Oms, producer from London, based in the Bristol at that time. Yeah. And I started doing some music with him. Yeah. And then when I went back to Spain, I started with some friends that Universal Rockers band. And yeah. we were going on for five years. We put out an EP and an LP and did many gigs. Yeah. And I started developing as a singer, not as a producer. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. But yeah. since I met Danny Oms yeah. and living with sound engineers, yeah. I always had the, the, the thirst for learning how to produce my own ideas yeah, yeah. and my own music apart from singing and yeah. li writing lyrics. Yeah. That's when the thing started. And then um, when I came to the UK in 2012, because with my band was not really moving much, I was in a personal situation a bit like stuck. I needed yeah. to, to make a change, you know? Yes. And here, um, linking up again with Danny Ohms and, you know, and then yeah. I met, um, well, I knew Jimmy from that time. Jimmy Khan is a musician. Yes. So kind of, at the same time, I, I was getting into in touch with producers and yes. production and with musicians. So I started my band, Yuri Green and the Seeds. Yes. And then I, uh, the drummer Theo introduced me to Regime and I started playing keys with them. Yeah. So it was kind of at the same time and because I just feel the, the vibe of playing the music and performing and yeah. in the studio producing my own stuff. Yeah. Uh, that's, that's when Jimmy introduced me to Stephen Russell. Yes. Click Russ. Yeah. Great musician from from Bristol, Jamaican. Yeah, and he took me to the studio when Dada Russ was starting to be build up. Yeah, you know they were building the booth, Jagarvi, Norris B. Yeah, they will they were starting Dada Russ. Okay, and they introduced me to them because Stephen said, "Yeah, this guy can produce da da da," and this guy, yeah. and then they needed a producer, and they said, "Okay." And we just started to work together in that project, Dadaras Studio. And that was quite good because obviously Dadaras Studio is very successful. And um, also you started your own um, production company titled Yaman Banana yeah. Productions. Yaman Banana. You yeah, know? because when we started the studio, I called Dan because mm -hmm. he's very good with all the technical things and informatics thing of, of it. Yes. And Danny Oms and me started producing tunes, and we said, oh, we, we have kind of our own sound. Yes. We should look for a name. Yeah. How it could be called? Maybe Yaki yeah. and Soulfish, <laughs> Breadfruit, and yeah. something related to Caribbean food, because yeah. he himself has a Caribbean background. Yeah. And all the music we were doing had this bashy reggae influ influence, also yes. like UK more like dubstep and other influences, yes. grimy things. but. Um, a friend of Dan, or a friend of mine as well, called um, Jay. Yes. He said, Yaman Banana. He's like, wah! You know, straight away. He said, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Dan came. Yo, Jay said, Yaman Banana. It sounds wicked. Yeah, man. Yaman Banana since then is Yaman Banana. Yaman Banana Production. Yeah, productions is like the, 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 it's a production brand. Yes. You know? Yeah. It's a, it's a brand that is the production also Yaman Banana records is the label site to release the music but yeah then now dan is, is not working in the studio anymore since one or two years ago yeah yeah but he still has done some productions still from a part his of side. Yaman production. yeah because for example your song put up your lighters yeah he produced that and he's a yaman banana production because i you know 
Yeah. Is he still part of Yaman Banana? Yeah, man. For real. Oh, so, all right, Vlad. So, Yuri, it's been an absolute pleasure catching up with you, and I wish you and Yaman Banana Production and Dadaras, they all, you know what I mean, a lot of success in the future. Thank you, man. You know what I mean? So, yeah. thanks for joining us again, and hopefully we catch up soon, and good luck and enjoy the summer. Yeah, man. Thank you, and thank you very much for the interview, you know, giving me a voice in your channel, in your podcast. It's been Lovely to chat with you. I would like to big up Jagarvi, Norris B, Matsam, all the artists from Bristol, yourself, Future Man, big up. Yes. Uh, lots of work to come from Yaman Banana and with yourself as well. Cool. And take care. Love. One love. Yaman, yeah, blessed love, brother. Yaman. Yeah, Yes, people, you heard it here. You've been listening to the great Yuri Green of Yaman Banana Production, Yaman Banana Records, Dadara Studio, the whole works. You know what I mean? I'm your house, the future man. Join us again next week, Monday, for another episode of Reggae Up Yourself. Keep it locked. All right? See you soon. Yeah.